Hi, in this lesson, we're learning about A-B testing so that you can improve your sales and the effectiveness of your courses, community, and teacher website. Hi, I'm Angel from Artsy Course Experts, and we help creative online course teachers with their tech. In this lesson, we're gonna go over A-B testing. We're gonna go over what is it, why would you use it, and how to perform it, and then we're gonna go into an example. First of all, what is A-B testing? A-B testing is when you're trying multiple experiments to see which performs better, and then you choose the winner and implement it. It's called A-B testing because often you're just doing two experiments at a time, although it's possible that you could do multiple experiments. Why use A-B testing? These tests let you quickly improve your conversions. So you have a situation, you do this other test that maybe it's a slight variation just to try it out, and then you discover that this new variation performs, maybe it helps your sales page sell more. So you go ahead and you implement that change that you just tested. However, if that new change you suggested it didn't work out, so you're gonna stay with the existing solution, the existing content. And then next month, you can try a new A-B test to see if you can improve on what you already have. And over time, these tests will help you improve your sales and your content and your experience across all of your business. If you don't use A-B testing, you're gonna get stuck. You're gonna wonder what's going on with your business. You're not trying anything new, so you're gonna get the same results. You might be working harder, but if you're not doing these experiments, on these different parts of your funnel, the sales page, the content, the onboarding, the emails, the messages, the layout of your courses and community, the types of video, your resources, your header, your footer, all these things. If you're not doing these experiments, your business is gonna stay the same and you're not gonna be able to grow it. So let's talk about how to actually perform A-B testing. First, you pick out something you want to improve. Maybe you're trying to improve the email signup on your web page. This is where people type in their email and click subscribe. So we want to improve that. We want to get more people to sign up. We're getting visitors, but for some reason, they're not signing up. The next step you're going to do is to make sure you have some sort of analytics or stats or counters or metrics. You want to have some sort of tool whether it's Google Analytics and really fancy, or maybe you have something really simple, like it's built into WordPress or MailChimp, and it tells you how many visitors you have and how many people signed up. So later, you can know if your test actually worked. Next, you have some sort of baseline. This is called your control. This is your default implementation. This is what you're doing today. This is the A. This is what we have today, and I want to compare the A to something I'm going to try, which would be the B later. So you have your control, you understand what it is, you've probably been working on it for weeks or months, and this is your baseline. 
And so this is what you're going to compare and you have stats on your current implementation. Okay. As an example, if we're doing email sign up on a web page, we know how many people sign up on a typical month. We know what the title is, what the hook line is, maybe what your lead magnet is. Are you collecting one or two pieces, first name, last name, email? What does your button say? How big is your button? So we know the current situation and that's your control and that's your A of your A-B testing. Next up is your test or what's called a challenger. So you're gonna come up with some variation. Um, it doesn't have to be a complete new website. You don't want it also to be too tiny to just take out a preposition from a sentence. You want to do something significant. Maybe you're changing the color of your button or you're changing the boldness and the hook of your message that says sign up to get tips about something something. This is your B. You're creating your new variation and, uh, and that's what you're going to test and you're going to compare this new variation to see how it performs against your current baseline, your control. Next up, you're going to configure how the new visitors are actually going to see this B example. Some AD systems are very advanced. They let you randomly choose between, hey, this user sees A, this user sees B, or you might split it and your main system is working well. So you only want to try this with 5% of the people. Or maybe you just go all in. You, you've been doing this hook line for three months, and now you're about to change the title, the message, and you're just going to let it run 100% for one month. You're going to let everybody try out the new B test and see how that performs. So again, there's these technical systems that could distribute and round robin and all these other fancy things. Or you can go low tech and basically say, hey, I know what this other hook line performs at. It's a 4% conversion. Let me see if I can get to 5% or 6%. Or if this alternative is going to bring me down to two, in which case I'll go back to my control the way I was doing it. Or I could come up with a new experiment. Next, you're going to actually run the test for some duration. If it's a small business, I recommend you run it for a month. That way you don't deal with weekends or holidays or weather or any sort of variations that uh, could potentially mislead your, your results. So you let it run for a month. You know what the previous tests are and you run it. And in that month, you know that you're going to have a good statistical sample set with enough testers and you're going to get rid of the noise like the weekends and holidays. After that month, you're then going to identify the winner. You know what your stats were before, what you've been doing for some number of months. And now with this experiment, you're going to see your new results. So you're going to extract all the stats, the analytics, how many people visited, how many people signed up, etc. Whatever it is that you're testing, you're going to go get some math and see how this new element performed. And if the new test performed better, then you should be getting ready to make that your default. So if the new test performed better, students are happier, sales are higher. If it performed better, then that test should ultimately be promoted to all your users. And it's the new baseline. You've just leveled up.
then you let that test run and you might actually go ahead and repeat this entire process and do another test. Maybe that got me from 4% to 6%. I wonder if this other change could get me to 8%. And by the way, you're doing these tests. You're not going to do lots of tests all at the same time because you're trying to isolate and see if this one thing is really better. But in different parts of your system, you might also be doing different tests at the same time. For example, if you're testing your web page, you're going to want to do that one or two tests really just to see how that improves. But if you're testing your web page, you're going to want to do that one big change and see if that improves or reduces your results. Let's look at an example now. In this example, we're going to want to do A-B testing on a sales page. So let's talk about a sales page for an online course on acting. We'll use that as an example. And I'm going to list a couple of different things that we can do, but let's try to not do all these experiments at the same time. But here are some different experiments that you can potentially do at different times. First of all, the course title. So you have a course, it's performing, it's up, it's live, you're, you've got stats on it every month, you know how many leads are visiting your sales page, and you know how many people are actually buying your uh, acting course. You might have a title that's Introduction to Acting. That's, that's the name of your uh, course. And then you might decide, well, let me try something different. How about Dramatic Acting Foundations course? So instead of an introduction to acting, very high level generic, you're getting a little more specific with the dramatic and you're adding this foundations that's going to talk about, it's going to be for beginners. And so you're, you previously had introduction to acting and now you're going to change the course title with dramatic and foundations. That's one test and you'll see how that performs. Another test you could do is with your curriculum, maybe on your online course page, for this acting course, you're not even mentioning the curriculum. It's all about the pain and the goals and the dream and your experience. That's great. But maybe you want to try to see if your course would sell better with a curriculum where you actually showed the high level modules. What are the topics that are going to be covered? Maybe even expose the lessons or even possibly let students try out a few free lessons. A possible challenger test, a B test, could be to actually show the curriculum. Try that out and see if your sales increase or decrease with that curriculum. And by the way, another test could be moving that curriculum. Where's the curriculum? Is it right up on top? Is it in the middle, near the end? Those are other tests that you can do in the future. But this first test is really about Will your course sell better with or without the curriculum? Next up is testimonials. Maybe on your online course page, you have three columns. You're listing some quotes about what other people said about your course. So you have these testimonials from prior students. It says good stuff. Supposedly, it's going to try to help you sell your course. But recently, you've collected some videos from past students that are raving about your course. 
perhaps you want to try replacing these text testimonials with video testimonials. So that could be an excellent test B to see how text testimonials compares with video testimonials. And if video helps you sell more, or maybe in the future, you might want to do text and video as an alternative just to see how that helps your sales page perform. Another A-B test you can do is call to action labels. So these are the labels that are on the buttons. So traditionally, maybe as a default button on your online course LMS, you might get a buy now or enroll now. And that's the default that came with the system and you never gave it much thought. But perhaps you wanna change that button to something else. So that could be a great A-B test. And maybe your button is very specific to your students. Maybe it's improve your acting or learn to act now. Another thing that you can do is to increase the number of buy buttons on your sales page. These are the call to action buttons. So maybe by default, your sales page has one button, buy now. But you're gonna go ahead and try three buttons. One at the very top, when they first land on your page, hey, you're ready, buy now, if this is what you want. And if not, they might scroll and look at your other pieces of content, your features, your benefits, your curriculum. And maybe at that point, after seeing your curriculum, they're ready to buy. So you can have a second button there. Or maybe you've decided to add a button on the bottom because some people scroll to the bottom and there's no buy button. And maybe they scroll up or maybe they hit the back button. So you decide with this experiment to add three buttons at the top, the middle, and the bottom of your sales page. This is a really interesting experiment. This could potentially increase your sales from 2% conversion up to 10% or something like that. So this is a very worthwhile and pretty easy experiment to do. So if you wanna level up, go ahead, pick one simple test, implement it for a month and see how much better or worse this new thing was. If it worked out great, leave it. If it didn't work, go back or try another experiment. And that's it, that's A-B testing. To summarize, you're now smarter on A-B testing. Pick out an area that's a problem, make sure you have some basic stats, do an experiment, let it run for a month or so, and you're gonna keep continuously leveling up your online course business, whether it's any part of the funnel, with sales or user experience, or other parts of your business, like your communities, or maybe your coaching through your website. To learn more, check out the info and links in the notes. If you're loving this stuff, subscribe to keep leveling up your creative business. And if you need any tech help with your courses, community, or teacher website, visit www.rtcourseexperts.com. Thanks for hanging out. Let's stay in touch.